Another episode of Money Lab. I'm your host, Matt, man with a plan, Givanisi. And joining me is the founder of ListenMoneyMatters.com and the co-host of the Listen Money Matters podcast, Andrew Fiebert. Hey, man. What's up? How's business? Good, actually. Um, yeah. You know, we're weathering the, the storm. And uh, me and you have just come up with a whirlwind plan of all of the things that we're going to do. Mm-hmm. So I'm actually feeling really good. As of good. this moment, I feel like, you know, we're conquering something yeah and i and i agree and i also think too this episode is sort of perfect because um we did an app we did we kind of pre-recorded this and a few days ago, it was a yeah a few days ago a question came in from a buddy of mine uh and i read the question to you kind of like privately and we're like let's make this a podcast because we we were like yeah we're doing this yeah we're doing this (laughs) so this is what this is in this episode we're talking about three things that we would do if our website started tanking. Mm. But before we get started, this episode is brought to you by Money Lab Pro. You've been asking for it, and I finally made it. Money Lab Pro is a membership where you can access every single one of my online business courses and chat with me and other like minded business owners in the members only Money Lab Pro community. You'll also get access to my SEO, monetization, and blogging video courses, my YouTube and podcast video tutorials, my lightning fast WordPress theme, and so much more. I did the math, and Money Lab Pro includes over 155 over-the-shoulder video lessons and growing. Not to mention it includes access to templates, processes, and spreadsheets that I use to run all my online businesses. And like I mentioned before, Money Lab Pro also includes a members-only community where you can share your ideas and get expert feedback to help you earn more money with your online business. Go to moneylab.co slash pro right now to sign up. It's super affordable, and there's no reason not to check it out. That's moneylab.co slash pro. All right, so I got a question from a friend, and I wanted to get your take on it, and I yeah. want to discuss it. This is completely fresh. Mm-hmm. Uh, the email just came in. I thought it would be in- interesting. So it goes like this. Hypothetical question. Let's say Swim University, the, that's what my website, swimuniversity.com. And let's if you want to buy any chlorine online, just go there. That's where you go. Yeah, let's say your swimming traffic has been in a slow, gradual decline since 2016. You didn't notice it at first, but as you compare year over year in Google Analytics, it's obvious. And your monthly page views are now lower than they were this time last year and the year before, taking into account any seasonal dips, of course. Where would you start to diagnose the issue? What are the first three things you do? And to follow up with that, do you have a resource slash checklist slash random blog post that you'd follow to figure things out in order to get your traffic back on the upswing? Well, I would love to tell you the first three things that I would do. I would just, yeah, just fire them out. I just complain to Laura, maybe <laughs> maybe cry to Laura, uh-huh. uh, email you frantically at 3 a.m., uh-huh. uh-huh. call my mom, um, and start looking for jobs. It would be roughly the, <laughs> <laughs> roughly the order of operation. Yeah. Seriously, though. That was uh, kind of what I did in December. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> this, so yeah. So you. OK, but here's the difference. What he's saying here is like you you basically you keep an eye on your traffic pretty diligently Mm. and you noticed a drop. 
Now, this is a year over year, like gradual decline. I think right? the reasons are exactly the same. OK, OK, OK. So uh, one, I guess, you know, there's two questions here is like, where would you first start diagnosing the issue? And then what are the three things you would do to rectify? To diagnose the issue, I would look at every competitor's website. Are we so we're going to assume this is swim university, right? Yes. Because I did, I did. You know, we talked about this before. I did have uh, a, a traffic dip. I do know exactly why. I mean, mm -hmm. the diagnosis. I guess the diagnosis was pretty. Well, so the clear. diagnosis is Google changed something behind yeah. the scenes. Yeah. I, but that doesn't really tell you anything or really help you. Right, right. Exactly. And so, what do you do? You go to all your competitors on Ahrefs, or just even look at their websites. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I don't know. Do they drop on Ahrefs? Uh, are their websites insanely better than yours? And you kind of like missed a decade of the internet. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I think that you start there because my core belief from what we've learned through working with an, S an expensive SEO agency and whatever is that uh, we're just not competitive anymore. Like, what do you mean? We, we created these things that were great. And maybe we were still ranking because we had like, I don't know, authority or we like were like, I don't know, we're listed money matters. Like other websites haven't existed as long as us. And mm -hmm. Google always updates their algorithms so that the best stuff rises to the top. And it turns out we were actually never the best. And we were like uh, <laughs> inadvertently ranking at the top for reasons, not because we were the best. But because why? Because we had a, I don't know, authority. We had backlinks. We were around for a while. And then other people just slowly crept up and started to out-compete you. I think that there's like some minimal level where Google goes from like, forget this site to like, okay, we, we'll trust this site. I don't mm -hmm. know. Maybe it's like 10 links or whatever the minimum thing is. And I think we're moving more and more towards a space where the best thing, as long as Google trusts it in the most minimal sense, can and should rank at number one because honestly i as a visitor to google or a searcher i don't care how long this website has been around i just want the answer the best one yeah so you would diagnose the issue in in like looking at competitors and seeing if they're experiencing the same thing or if they're just out if they're just beating the living shit out of you mm. you know it's just like oh well then it's you know at that point it's me Right. It's not it's not like in my case with some university, I, I it's not really me and my fault. Or Everyone kind of dropped. Everyone kind of dropped. And I'm like letting this and letting Google kind of re uh, calculate itself or, or re um, I don't know the word I'm looking for. Calibrate. Here, but yeah, that's it. Thank you. Recalibrate itself. And then I'll be back on top. You know, that's mm -hmm. all hoping because I've done everything that Google's ever wanted me to do. Right. I've been the best. Uh, I've been the best content site for Google. And and, and I would say uh, objectively, Swim University is in most cases the best. I mean, your site is, I think, in many cases better than Listen Money Matters in terms of delivering a specific piece of content extremely well. Yeah. And so you went and you looked at your competitors and, mm -hmm. and just bullshit me. How many competitors did you look at? Uh, Six. OK, six, six competitors. Yeah, they're all in Ahrefs. I think I have 10 in there, but I think yeah, I only have six and six, solid. Yeah. Six, 10. Honestly, it doesn't matter because truth be told, there are probably hundreds of pool websites out there discussing all the various things. Yes. And my kind of ultimate vibe with a lot of this stuff is that the top six or whatever we're ranking for reasons, maybe mainly because they were the top six. Mm -hmm. And I think... 
if all the if the top six all drop, you know, it's not like all of a sudden everyone filled their pools in and they're just yeah, done. Right. Or like, I don't know, Google broke or just they have only five results at the top ten. Right. I think that it is now being dispersed more broadly, where it was perhaps concentrated. And so mm. lost rankings just mean that this dude who started yesterday is crushing you in that one term. In that one term, right? Because it could be, yeah, like my largest page could could see a drip, uh, a dip. And all of a sudden, if you look at it holistically, like the traffic, you know, in a broad sense, it's like, whoa, I lost a lot of traffic. But you can go into Google Analytics and say like, okay, but what post specifically lost traffic? What post specifically lost rankings? You can use Google Analytics to find For me, it was out. like all of them. It was like hard it, no, to... No, but, but you had one post that mm. was getting an abundance of traffic for you, yeah. and all of a sudden it wasn't. Mm. Right. And that and that and that looks like if you look at it holistically, it looks like, wow, the whole site's down. But really, one thing brought you down the top 10, 20 percent of your stuff's always going to draw your eye. You know? Right. And I look at both, you know, when I am looking to evaluate or looking to diagnose the issue, uh, you know, and this is exactly what I did is I looked at, OK, are we really losing traffic, you know, or mm. are we just losing rankings? Or are we losing rankings on words that we don't even really want to go after anymore? Because we do change the site a lot. We do remove mm. content. We have seen purposeful dips in traffic because I removed an article about hot tub sex as an example that I always give. And it's all of a sudden like that was the number one article on our site. And I'm like, well, I don't want it to be anymore. So like that was a purposeful drop. But then we rose kind of overall. And so I look at the traffic coming from like the traffic in Google Analytics. Are we seeing less traffic? And in this case, you know, th the answer is yes. We are seeing less traffic in Google Analytics. But the next question is, but there's, but that could be a number of reasons. Could that be less people are searching for key keywords during the season because of some weird shit going on? I don't know. C -c Coronavirus. Who who knows? <laughs> right? It could it could it be that my rankings didn't drop? Like my rankings dropped, but maybe in just one article maybe a handful of articles and yet like my whole site's not crashing and burning it's just a few articles that like got outranked could it be a new player on the block can you know a content site out of vietnam came out of nowhere and just dominated me because they have the fresher content and if i just kind of hold steady and, and make sure that my content is always better that they will drop off the face of the earth and i will be number one in the top you know like there's so many things and i think it's not just looking at the traffic but you also have to look at the revenue. Mm. So I looked at some university and I'm like, well, are we losing revenue? Right? So yes, because traffic to the site is low and traffic always correlates with Amazon affiliate links because less mm. people are clicking affiliate links. So yes, less traffic. Is it dire? No, but weirdly the product sales are up, you know, digital product sales. Why but is that? You've also put an enormous amount of time and focus on that and arguably, right. Year over year, you vastly improved in right. sales on that end. And the question is, is are we losing revenue? Actually, no, because one made up for the other. Well, you know, yeah, if you've I mean, gone, you could, right. you know, all in on product sales. That should right. be an addition on top of it should be. But but I'm saying like loss wise, we're not we're not losing. We've just shifted the 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 percentages. So, do you remember? Mm -hmm. uh, and I think this was last year 
we did because you you had access to a special reporting uh, Amazon Associates. Yes. And we did like a full teardown. Like we were actually Amazon told us by page where your ever where your, where your revenue is being derived. Mm -hmm. And I think it was something like thirty ish percent was being derived from one page. Yeah. On your site. Yeah. And so, you know, obviously the easy check is like, oh, right, that one's there. It's good. Whatever. Yes. Um, but if you have broad drops, you know, you have these like small amounts spread over many things. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not such an like if your main 30 percent thing dropped, you can go all in. If it's the whole site slipped a little bit, that's hard to make up. Yes, it's hard to make up. But I guess the question is, is what are the things that we do to make up? Mm. What are the three? What are the first three things you do when you see this happen? You know, when you see a dip or you see a consistently, you know, hey, my site for the last three years has been on the decline, mm. you know, year over year. What do we do? Okay. So I I paid for this SEO company to come and help and look at Listen Money Matters. They do you think my, it was worth it? I think it was I think it was mostly worth it. Uh interesting peace of mind. Yeah, because what I learned, and I don't know if I had sent you the report, I certainly chewed your ear off about it. Sure. Is that uh like my gut instinct was like, let's do a content audit and you know, pull yeah. our numbers into a spreadsheet and whatever. And then I kind of diagnosed things and I sent it to you and you had kind of diagnosed things. Mm -hmm. um, and then like however many weeks later, we got their report back and it largely, uh, you know, echoed what we had thought, yeah. um, which which was, you know, competitive content, you know, like refreshing things, mm -hmm. making it better, mm -hmm. getting rid of shit that doesn't make sense mm -hmm. um, and just kind of like showing authority. Yes, my, you know, the like, as you were saying that it's like there, it was kind of a no brainer for me. The very first thing I would do is a content audit. And it's, when you have a large site like yours, that's very difficult to do. You know, you mm. talk, what, you would you had 800 posts like 850 something. Yeah, that's a lot of posts. And I'm talking about putting these into a spreadsheet, you know, and making a decision on each one. Do we delete it? Do we consolidate it into something bigger? Do we do we refresh it? What do we you know? What action? Those are the three actions I usually you know. There's a whole article on Money Lab about it because I got this advice from. I mean, Pat Flynn had, had done it. Uh, a bunch of people that I know with massive, huge sites ha did it and saw growth. I did it and saw growth. The truth right? is, the thing that you made three years ago was good for you three years ago, but it's it's bad in terms of your site average because yeah. your shit's just going to be better. And I've noticed too, like when we started to take individual pages that were like low traffic, but would actually answer a question, like answer the question very well. But like people weren't searching for that specific question. They were searching for the bigger question. Mm. And then you add that smaller question into the bigger question. And I'm using my hands here. So for example, you know, we say, uh, you know, like what's the difference between liquid solar covers and, and regular solar covers, you know, actual covers. And it's like, yeah, that's a great article and it's a great question. And certainly people have that. But does it but need the, to be its own thing? But does it need to be its own thing when, it, when you can answer it in 500 words, but you can add that 500 words to the ultimate guide to solar covers mm. or how, you know, whatever it's something the bigger question is, the thing that people are really searching for. And it's looking at every single post and honestly, deleting posts is the most it's I will say this scary. 
Mm. But if you like, dude, when I deleted that hot tub sex post and even the other post that I always mention, which is the workout, it was like a 15 minute workout post. And there was a hot tub meditation post and like things that were doing really well in search and Pinterest, because obviously Pinterest and and it works really well on search. Like we ranked number one for hot tub sex. The question became like, well, hold on. What, what uh, you know, like, are we getting is this page making money? <sighs> you know, does it does it? It, it, does it target pool owners? You weren't selling the right owners. tools on the page. No one who searches hot tub sex is going to buy chlorine. They might buy other things. Right. Well, we did. We had condoms on there, but I'm like, well, now I'm sell- now I'm a condom dealer. Like, uh, it feels <laughs> like doesn't connect, right? And so it was like, you know what? This post isn't worth this click to us, and also it doesn't speak to who our what our core value is as a as a website or what we do. Mm. So. Yeah, scary as shit deleting something like that. Cause and also unconsolidatable. Like, where are we gonna put that? And we were just like, you know what? And it was really getting clear on what does Swim University do? Swim University teaches people how to take care of their pools and hot tubs. If you don't have a pool or hot tub, you should not be on my site. There's no reason. I, I wanna I wanna double down mm-hmm. on the consolidation piece that you said. Okay. And they're like from the SEO report. And then also like I wound up like reading a, quite a bit more just about what's going on because now I really, really cared. Of course. Google uh, used to kind of just like look at H1s and titles and stuff like that. And now H2s are, are I would say like as important as H1s. Yeah. And specifically the content under an H2 should be completely encompassing of the answer to that H2 in that like almost view it as its own piece of content. Yes. And so when you're combining things, yeah, you're making a super ultimate resource, but you're making someone that ha- something that has traction, that's getting keywords, and you're just adding other components for it to kind of like be a magnet to. Yeah, yeah. And Google will give the sublinks to go uh-huh. directly to that H2 in the SERP, so you don't have to like worry about that. Yeah, I mean, Google's getting smarter, and I think they just want comprehensive. They don't want long. Right. They're not always looking for like long, you know, 12,000 word blog posts about, you know, because that's not what good necessarily is or what people are looking for or answers to questions. That's what Google is for. Mm. And if you're not answering the question or solving someone's problem or or giving them the exact, you know, when someone looks up best headphone, best wireless headphones, you better tell them what the best wireless headphones are right away. You know what I mean? And then you can go into why and people will want to read why. One of the best sites that I ever found, honestly, like outside of any of our niches or anything like that, was I was in the market for camping gear. We were going on a camping drip. I didn't want to buy, you know, Walmart camping stuff just because I was like, I was like, I want to buy quality camping stuff. I live in Colorado now. That's kind of the thing here. But I'm not, I don't want to buy the top stuff because I'm not a, you know, backpack or anything. But I don't want to buy the stuff at Target. You know what I mean? Mm. So, I had a hard time. Like, what is what makes a good sleeping bag anymore? Like, I, this, the technology has changed so much. Like, I don't understand it. And there was a site, and I don't remember what it's called, but I'm sure if you Google like best sleeping bags for whatever, you'll you'll find it. And it was like, here are our top three picks for the budget minded, for the most, for the best, you know, whatever, and then you know, best bang for your buck, and then whatever it was. But they gave you the answer, and I was like, great. But then they gave you why. And they literally tested this. It was very like wire cutter esque, but for mm. camping and, and outdoor stuff. Awesome website. Clean as shit, dude. All white, little tiny logo, just 
all about the fast content. Lo- yeah, just all about the content, lightning, lightning fast load. And so uh, the second thing, you know, is it, let's say let's say we've done a content audit and we're in the process of consolidating, deleting and refreshing. Right. Mm. On top of also creating new. I think that's still important. Doing your doing what you normally do for SEO. We completely paused new until we got our like existing shit under control. And I'll be honest, so did I. So uh, I just like literally couldn't afford. Like, why am I going to drag the pain out? Let's just like right. fix it. Yeah. So I did the same thing. So I was I was hoping that you would agree with that statement, but I guess you didn't. Okay, fine. Yeah, I took. Uh, yeah, I hit the big pause button on new new stuff, and you know, actually, we so because we're seasonal, we do all our new stuff off season. Mm. So that it hits, you know, in season. And th- that's a whole side topic. But basically, uh, the second thing I would do is look at the website code base on, like as a complete refresh. Mm-hmm. Like I'm talking, you know, look at, have somebody completely redesign your website. Don't over design speed. All, like just be, uh, a kind of like an overhaul. And I think you did this too. It was like, you wanted some more synergy in the podcast and the and the website itself because the podcast had different. I mean, artwork. I hate the word synergy because it sounds like something me- that it. I don't know. I like know a meaningful I, word. I think it's just like being so clear about who you are, what yeah. you do, and why anyone who visits should care. Like I was always like so timid about bragging or. I don't know, like we're like hyperbolic, like be a financial badass. Like, what does that even mean? Are right. we 15 years old? Yeah. You know, what's the, and you kind of have and, to and, be. And you have to look at it from a place of authority. Like that people want confidence and they want entertainment mm. and they want the answers. So it's like, if you're confident and you're, and you're smart and you're funny and you deliver on the answers that people are looking for and your site loads instantly and it looks very professional and it's really geared towards the content because most people are looking on mobile devices nowadays Mm. like you don't need a sidebar anymore sorry put your put that put the sidebar content in the content yeah when it where it's relevant and i'd not obviously not everybody can do that because people serve ads and that's how they make their money but I mean, I don't know how these people are making money when when the when the world starts moving to sixty tablets plus and percent of listen money matters is mobile. So those so if we had sidebar ads, they wouldn't be making us money on sixty plus percent of our visitors. Right, and I would get super clear too on on the topic because I'll tell you this, um, you know, I, I think you kind of had the same realization as me. But two years ago, I got very clear on what Swim University was, which I just which I just mentioned is. We teach people how to take care of their pools and hot tubs. If it doesn't pass that test of does this teach people how to take care of their pool or hot tub, then we don't publish it. Even mm. if it's like the greatest keyword ever, right? I had such a hard time buying into that or not like, I mean, it makes sense and I, I agree and believe it, but we were able to rank for anything. So I kind of didn't care right. slash whatever until Google like literally changed that. And now it's like be focused or die because yeah. They're in their quality rater guidelines. They literally say that if they think your site is just trying to rank for things because it can, they will devalue your site as a whole. As a so, whole, yeah. Like Swim University is specific to pools and hot tubs, and as long as it stays in that wheelhouse, it's good. You know, and, and we're not, and we're not even talking like specifically taking care of them. We're not mm-hmm. even talking about buying them. We're not talking about, um, you know, s- swimming in them. 
Because we that's what the whole idea was. The the density of your content there. Like you're not talking about swimming in them. So if you had one article that you ad hoc created on swimming, I would expect it to not rank well because that's just based on what you've created, not right. your wheelhouse. And so for Alyssa Money Matters, it's like we have one article on cryptocurrency. Well, we're yeah. just not a cryptocurrency website. So why right. should we be trusted for that? We shouldn't. It, right. And I would so, also argue at the same time that the, the the benefit of doing that is probably your pages per visit go up, mm -hmm. right? Because now all of a sudden you're reading an article and the, the next article is probably relevant because you're in that category, right? So I'd rather, if I'm going to lose traffic on Google, I'd rather retain more of it. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? So there is benefit to that too. And I think that would be the second thing I would do is like, first thing, again, content audit, uh, you know, really start that process where you do a big, you know, content audit, the, the actual like process of like building a spreadsheet should be pretty easy. Um, and then make going down 800 posts and making decisions like should be pretty easy as long as you're focused on the what it is that your site actually is geared towards and, and what it does. And then the second thing is kind of looking at it as a whole, like does it load fast? Is, it, is the design um, cohesive with what those people are looking for or what they expect? Uh, is it, you know, are you focused on the content, all that stuff? What do you think is the third thing now? You've changed the design. You have good content. What's the third thing that you could do? Maybe you don't have to. Mm. Maybe there isn't a third thing that's really that important. But So uh, I, I sent you, I think I sent you some anecdotal stuff on this. I'm starting to become a real believer. Uh, let's just take the sleeping bag example. Right. Yeah. If sleeping bags were created back in the 50s and then no more sleeping bags have ever been made, then like I think if you make something after the 1950s on the best sleeping bag, like you don't need to update that because it's mm -hmm. good. But new sleeping bags are always released and Google knows they're always released. And yes. so if your article was updated in 2018, you, how could you ha really have the best sleeping bags on your list? It's, yeah. de it's debatable. Dude, I'm, I mean, I think this speaks to the first step, which is which is like making decisions on what gets refreshed. And this kind of also speaks to my philosophy, which is consider your website a textbook, mm. right? They, You have to buy a new textbook about science every fucking year if you're in college, right? Because shit gets, we, we found out new shit. And the same goes for your website. Your website isn't a, isn't a book that's like, well, we printed the book. We're never going to print it again. College students, save your money. No, they they make money off this every year because they yeah. print new shit and they update it. And it's like new edition, new edition, new edition. But that's dude, the way you're this past yeah. week. We took three articles mm -hmm. and we updated them for freshman for freshness. And yeah. literally the next day shown in Ahrefs meaningful ranking gains on those articles. Yeah. Three for three. And yep. they were like highly like uh, fresh related things, alternative mm -hmm. to products that are like quick evolving um and so I, yeah. I just think that's a major consideration and i and i and i consider that part of the sort of content audit and kind mm -hmm. of like rethinking about the way a website is is managed and designed and then i was going to say the third thing mm. uh was diversification mm. is n like not to say that you should focus i'm saying you focus on this third like once you've you know done all that you have a, a system in place great your your website's fast. It's it looks great. New logo. What if you if you if you even need one? Swim University has never had a new logo for mm. 10, 15 years, and I still like it. 
I still, it's that the, weird. It's one of the weirdest things that I hate. I've changed the brew cabin logo twice. Mm. I've changed roasties twice. I've changed money labs. I changed those way it matters under duress. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but, but swim university, the same logo never mm. changed. Uh, except I added a little R because I got actually registered. So the, the third thing I would say is diversification. And the way that I would do that is to look at, okay, what are your, cause obviously you're losing traffic from Google and that's fine, but you're going to fix that in the first two steps. So what are the other two? What are the other two? Let's beef them up. Let's work on those. You know, maybe it's YouTube, maybe it's mm. Pinterest, maybe it's probably not Instagram, maybe it's Twitter, maybe it's Facebook. I have a, I have a, an aversion to Facebook personally, but I was telling Michelle and I was like, man, I know some universities should probably be on Facebook because that's where the 40 to 50 year old crowd is. That's where they're getting their information. But man, you're going to have to twist my arm to get mm. on that platform. But it, we probably should be there. And I know it's not like, I know it's not maybe not the best traffic. I know it takes a lot of effort or maybe it, you know, maybe we could figure out a way where it doesn't, but I would start to look at it, pick at least one other like search engine based channel to diversify in. And obviously whatever channel that is, is going to be new content for your, your site too. Cause if you are doing you, if you decide YouTube's my answer, you embed those videos on your site, mm. right? That's going to grow your channel too. If it's Pinterest, embed those images on your on your site if they're helpful, you know. So I think it's that's what I would do is my third piece. And I think that, um, you know, even for Swim University, you know, you, the question was hypothetically, but kind of is a reality for me. Mm. And I and we already did the first two. And now we're focused on the third step. Because the first one was like the content on it did that two years I ago. I think that and, you could give some love to step one again. Well, we are, that's all we are doing is refreshing now. Mm. So we've done our, we did all our new content in the off season. Like I mentioned, you know, we have a whole new set of keywords that we researched. And then now we're like, okay, shit has to, like, we have a date on every post. Like that date better be 2020, mm. right? It ha better say 2020. We even added my face to every single post with a whole bio at the bottom and the top. We added rich snippet stuff you know, where we're just like wrapping things in divs that make me make, make them pop a little bit, which is great for the reader too. They're reading a, a post, a little box is like, what we've, is calcium? We've been doing that as well. And, and yeah. it works. Yeah, it works. I mean, it just works for the reader. You know, mm -hmm. they can skim and go, oh, that's exactly what my, that's what the whole thing is like, how can we get them down the page? Like to the very bottom. Yeah. And we, and you know, and it's, and it's, yeah, I think it's, you know, I, I, I question how, frequent we need to do this mm. you know i think i think you know some sometimes i'm like man i wish we could do 12 articles a month or or fucking 50 articles a month you know what i mean like we're just refreshing them but we built we, a, a scorecard yeah. on the mm. articles that we think you know reviews being a major part of it and you know, one of the columns is like when the post was last updated there's a bunch of attributes yeah that, you yeah know. we have that too and so this way like it just turns red and then that means we just have to go in there and grammarly it or switch some paragraphs around. Do you have that set up automatically? Like it automatically turns red after a certain period? Yes. Yeah. In a, in a spreadsheet, you mean? That's how it works? No, it's a page in my work. I'll, I'll link it you to it uh, after we hang up. So, uh, yeah, that'd be awesome. I yeah, mean, yeah. So you actually like it turns like a post will turn red if it's a, how long does it have to go? What's the time frame a year? Uh, I have 14 days and 30. 14 days goes yellow or orange and 30 days goes red. And you could literally compare it directly with what. Wait, wait, wait. so you're updating posts every 14 to 30 days? 
Raw reviews specifically. Oh, reviews. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I, yeah. So what you're concluding or what you've concluded from your research in the most recent of what, say a couple of weeks is mm. how important freshness is, mm. you know, and you mentioned that with a sleeping bag analogy and honestly for a website that was previously successful, mm -hmm. I, I think that the 80% is they're not competitive and, and or they're not fresh. And unless you've done something stupid and you know, and uh, you're just not ranking anymore because you've done some really dumb things like yeah, buy links. True. Well, yeah, right. And when you say competitive, you mean like out, like out writing and out creating like the actual page itself, right? You mean like to it that you're not competitive? Yeah, like I would say if yeah. there are other things, like just look at the top 10. Mm -hmm. If they're like as good as you, then that's a problem. You should be the best probably I mean, they're better than you i would say taste very much matters in that specific skill set right mm. where you're like where you look at an article and how do you if you don't have any if you don't have good taste and you look at an article how do you know it's good or it's better than yours or not you might you might have uh you know you might have trump disease where you think everything you do is great and everybody else is you know what i mean so i think yeah. it's important to to kind of be humble about it and to have some taste when it comes to like looking at your competitors and going like Ah, that person did way better than me. Okay, I need to step up my game a bit on this article if I want to like compete with them. And you've mm. said that you've seen three articles in the, the last three articles that you did mm. where you did that exact approach and saw a gain in, in rankings. Just, refresh, just refreshes. Yeah, yeah. And what do you mean by refresh? Are you talking about just... You take something that was good, that was mm -hmm. eight or nine in mm -hmm. you know the top ten, and uh, went in there and just kind of like updated information, just like, I don't know, changed 20 to 30 percent of the content. Cleaned up grammar. Probably right? in some cases, in, in one of the case, number one, rich snippet after it. Another case, mm -hmm. like up four ranks. Another one, mm -hmm. top three, you know, and we're kind of like building on that. But uh, we're kind of praying to the freshness gods lately. OK, so. Yeah, I mean that's that's basically I think it. That's the first three things that I would do, and the first one is the hardest. It is, you know. And the second one, the second one you could do, you could hire somebody to do while you were, because I think it's important that you, as the site owner, work on the first one. Mm. You know, and I'm not, you know, I think you agree with that or no? Like you do the content audit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. Like and you have look, to make the you do the initial decision. one, and then you can get you know, another perspective from mm -hmm. other people on the team or friends, but like you kind of need to lay it out. Yeah. Cause you're the site owner. Yeah. I mean, and then you can hire somebody to do the design at the same time or, you, you know, where you the bodies not, are buried. Yeah. You may not need to do a, a, again, a complete redesign, but I think, you know, we talk about page speed being incredibly important and I think it's no more important now than it's ever been. Um, I, I would say that that's just one aspect to focus on. Mm. And when it comes to like doing a kind of a complete redesign, I think it's more about like making the content, the main focus, um, making your site just feel kind of authoritative without adding too much to it. It's like a delicate balance, but then at the same time, speed also is dominant in mm. authority. It's like, Whoa, these guys, that's why that loads so fast. These guys must have a lot of money. <laughs> like there's a lot of, <laughs> like, you know, a lot of power behind them. So they're just that, even that, speed of loading feels authoritative mm. uh sub subconsciously I think. i'd agree 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't have any. I don't have any proof of that. But it's. It, I certainly feel that way when a site loads fast. I'm like, damn. Then again, I'm also. I also value that. So that's it. I want to thank Thor Sandum for sending in my new middle name, man with a plan. What a cool name! That is a very cool name. There's only and two a- people named <laughs> Thor, and one of them is really famous. And one of them, yeah, <laughs> is a literal superhero. Of course, I got to thank you, Andrew, my manager, for joining me on this episode. Yes. Of Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 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 give me a cigarette Uh, (laughs) head over to moneylab.co to read more about our business experiments and challenges and of course email me moneylab email me (laughs) (laughs) email me mad at moneylab.co with topics that you would like us to discuss on this show and please feel free to send me a new middle name suggestion like i said this episode was a topic that was sent in by a listener so if you like this show please subscribe on apple Podcasts, overcast pocket cast player fm google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, spotify tune in castro radio republic stitcher pandora mix cloud cast box or wherever you normally listen to podcasts and when you do please leave a review <gasps> okay that's it thanks for listening bye <laughs> Please tell your friends about this show.